What's up, everyone? It's Jeremy Jeffers from What's the Alternative Podcast. Uh, this is episode nine with my guy, Rod Bridges from Wilson, North Carolina. I'm excited to have him on. Rod, tell the people a little bit about yourself, man. Where you from, um, your purpose in life, and, and, and where you are right now. Well, first of all, man, thank you for having me on. I know we were actually supposed to do this if you're for, if one of the first few episodes, but scheduling didn't work out. But glad to be, glad to definitely be on now. But uh, but yeah, no, man, I'm Wilson, North Carolina native, man. I graduated from Hunt uh, High School, uh, 2002. I'm an OG in the game now. So uh, went to Fayetteville State. Um, and, you know, so I just you know been out, you know, trying to you know find my find my way in life and find my purpose. And I, I think I'm getting there at this point, man. So. I'm super excited right now. I'm, I'm the co-owner of the Hoop State Network, director of marketing, as well as an on-screen talent as well, too. So let's dive right into the Hoop State. I'll ask you multiple questions, and then you can just kind of answer them uh, layer by layer. So tell us about uh, how the Hoop State got started, uh, what is the purpose of the Hoop State, and, um, you know, what do you enjoy most about it? So um, the hoop state started uh, for about so about three years ago. Um, Webb Wellman, uh, he approached me about um, doing a podcast. He was a Ball's Life at the time. He approached me about you know I got the green light to do a podcast of Ball's Life, and you're the perfect person to be, to uh, be my co-host. And I was like, yo, that's crazy because Ball's Life is probably one of the the bigger the biggest media outlets in the in the world. Honestly, I mean their their following is huge. So um, did that for about a year and a half, and you know one day Webb calls me and said, hey man. Leaving Ball's life, and I'm like, what? Like, wait, like we just like literally we had just went to like the, the All American game out there. Uh, so it was a couple of months after that, Webb was like, yo, just kind of sit tight. I got a plan. So that's one thing about Webb. Like Webb always has a plan, even when you know he 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 closes one door, he has another one ready ready to open. So right. um, he was like, yo, what if we create our own like like sports network in North Carolina? And I was like, wow. That's crazy because when you thought about it, you think about it, nobody, nobody was doing that. Like, you know, there right. were individual outlets, but their own individual network catered to like this high school sports and basketball in North Carolina. Right. It's great. So, um, so basically we started that. It was myself, Donnie, Webb, Ray, Ray Masonette, and then Miles Masticola. And then we brought on uh, my guy Anthony Simmons, brought him on as well. And you know, that's really how the Hoop State Network formed. That's dope. That's dope. Yeah. Um, what's the what's the so you providing content to uh, for high school kids or what is what is actually the the meat and potatoes of the Hoop State Network? So we're, we're like I said we're we're a media uh, media based uh, media based content driven you know um, company where we we folk our focus is mainly on high school because we, honestly truthfully high school kids we had the most access to you know they're easier because with college and, and pro guys they they're right. such a a schedule from day to day, it's hard to get right. to those guys, you know. So we a lot of our content is high school based. So what we try to do, we just try to do different things to put kids in different lights. Like, you know, we do like day in the life things. We do, you know, uh, like commitment videos and we do, you know, workout videos. And we do all different types of things with kids. It's kind of, like, you know, put them in a different light and get people to know, get people to, to know them a little better, you know. Gotcha. So what are... I'm gonna dive right into a question everybody's dying to hear to talk about. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I feel like I don't feel like, but I I think people's perception of the hoop state um, they don't see it from a business side. So what mm -hmm. they're like, you're always highlighting the baby tees, 
the Bobby Pettifords, uh, the, the, last year the Justin Wright. So why are all the top kids continuing um, to get posted and published versus maybe that up and coming kid who doesn't have as much notoriety? What is what is I know from a business side, but I want you. I want to hear from the Hoop State business side on mm -hmm. why you guys do that. Well, it's two things. One, so when we highlight the top kids in the state, we for the first thing we try to do, you know, we want to put them on a national platform because we feel like right. when we highlight those kids, we, we thought they're good enough to be up there with those national guys. So right. and we want the national people to know how good they are. So that's one thing. And the second thing, man, at the end of the day, we are a numbers-based, we're, we're a numbers-based numbers company. We're driven by numbers. Our business is driven by numbers. So, you know, a guy like Robert Dillingham or Mikey Williams, they're going to get more clicks and more views than, you know, the leading scorer at, you know, no disrespect, like East Carteret or anything like that. Right. You know, I mean, again, again, great player, whoever it is, you know, we think the world of, we, and we, you know, we could do anything we can to help, but we know, we know what drives the business and, you know, and that's what it's that's what it's about, you know. And because you look at a company like Overtime, Overtime posts some of the craziest stuff sometimes. But when you look at right. the engagements and the clicks, you're like, right. yeah, I get it. Right now we try we you know we so we we do try to you know make our stuff as authentic as possible. But you know sometimes we probably do teeter the line on, you know, okay, like last last year the whole thing was we post too much about Carter with well first of all, Carter with is cold. <laughs> second thing, <laughs> second thing, Carter Witt was willing and able to sit down with us and do anything we ever needed for him because he he knew we believed in him and he knew right. what we were about. So at the end of the day, when we're with a lot of these kids, you know, it's more or less, you know, we're trying to help them get on a national platform. But and also at the same time, I mean, truthfully, keep it a band, we're helping ourselves as well, too, because it helps our business. Right. Right. So, so let's talk about uh, Webb Wellman. Uh, mm -hmm. the legend, the guy, the man behind the plan. Uh, how has it been? I know he got his start with, uh, or he blew up after he, you know, was uh, working with John Wall, um, mm -hmm. and Ball his life. And how has it been working for somebody like that man who's been in the industry, uh, so long and 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 has such great ideas and, and such great content? Well, first thing I would say about Webb, and he, he he's probably, I, I, I hit when he sees this, he'll probably, you know, be happy I said this, but. Webb's a genius, man. Like, he is a literal genius. And just the things that he can put together, the content, the ideas, and the, the storylines he puts together, it's just like, it's a mastermind. Like, he's a mastermind behind it. Um, Just working with him, man, it, it's been a good balance because me and Webb work well together because we're, 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 we have the type of relationship. It's almost like a, like, like brothers. Like, you know, we can we we can laugh and joke, but at the time of the time we can also hold each other accountable when we don't agree right. with something the other's doing. So it's it's been great working with him. Um, I think you know the the best is yet to come with us, and I just, you know I, I I think the world of him. You know it's funny because when you when you see people when you meet them before, because like I I met Webb back in like 2014 when he was filming Jalen, and you know when I saw it, I was like yeah that's the dude from all his life and you film all John Wall stuff. So I'm just like I was, I was a fan at that point. But right. at that point, it, it's over time. It's, I'm still a fan, don't get me wrong, but I, it grew right. to like, yo, this is my brother, somebody I can trust. Right. Like, you know, we've gone through a lot together. So, you know, right. but it, it, it's been great working with man. It's been great working with all those guys, man, because they're, they're all talented, man. You know, Miles is like the young guru of, of the hoop state. Like, he, he's, he, he's like, he, like, he's like that, that, that sponge. He has all the information. 
Donnie's right. super talented with the camera. Of course. Like Ray, like even Ray, like people people don't see Ray as much on camera, but what Ray does behind the scenes for us, bro. I, I, I say right. this to, I say this to anybody, Jay. If we don't have Ray, the hoop state falls. It's it's, it's done. We fell apart because Ray right. Ray keeps the day to day stuff going, and then Simmons. Right. Simmons is a star, man. Like this is his his personality, how vibrant he is. You know, some people don't. You know, it's it's, it's hard. he's hard to. I guess I, the way I, I said people, I think people look at him and they see him on camera and they kind of like they they hear the yelling and the things like that, but. When you get to know Simmons and the person he is, man, like he's he's truly truly a, a really good dude. Uh, he's a he's a star person, you know what I mean? So, For sure. So, te- yeah. how did you even get to the the stage of where you're at right now? How did you get the opportunity to get to the hoop state? Tell us tell us the background on that for people who don't know. Yeah. Um, so how you kind of blew up. So, kind of. I mean, honestly, for me, it's, it's funny because it's, it's Twitter. Like it was just me just posting my thoughts and things on Twitter like it's funny because you see a lot of people that's kind of like going on to do big things on Twitter like like a guy like famous Lose, like right. you know he like he he's going on Twitter and say crazy things now like he he works with the NBA so you know that's right. crazy but for me it was just kind of like just posting my thoughts about basketball just trying to be as knowledgeable and it, it, it you know as truthful about the game and you know people started to take a liking to it um you know, my early Twitter career, I used to be pretty, pretty raw up there. You know what I mean? But yeah. it started to change when I started, you know, helping Jalen with his recruitment and stuff. A lot of coaches started following me. So it, it just grew from there, man. Now it's it's crazy. Like, um, I think it's it's funny. I think my – I think somebody asked me one day on another interview, they said, who's, like, the, the most famous person that follows you? And I was like, uh, I think it's Zion. I think it's Zion. Williamson? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's, oh, that's yeah. Crazy. So I, I, I was like, yeah, it's pretty cool, you know what I mean? But, but I think that was probably, I think that's probably the most famous person. Carrie, Carrie Champion did follow me one time, but then she, she unfollowed me. But yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little tight about that. Well, let's talk. Let's lead right into the next point of the the trolling on Twitter. Uh, how do you deal with the ups and downs? Does it get under your skin when people talk when people talk reckless and talk crazy? You know what's funny, Jay? Like sometimes gets it. Yeah, yeah, it does sometimes. But I gotta understand. I, I understand that you know people will try to latch on and and, and get engagements off of you just because they right. know if if I say something, somebody else is gonna see it, and then the engagement starts to go and it starts to get replies. And you know, so every blue moon, you know, I'll take the bait. But for the most part, right. I kind of try to stay. Stay home, and my, I just I just ignore you. Like you know, I can man, I get so many tweets a day. Sometimes I can just I just scroll and ignore, it, man. Like you know, yeah. so yeah, it, it's frustrating at times, but I get it, that's what comes with it, man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, the youth nowadays and mm-hmm. how social media has changed the way these kids are getting recruited and seen. Um, mm-hmm. Being from your side, being connected to the coaches, and being really connected to the players what are you what advice are you giving the kids about what college coaches are looking for um via you know social media yeah the biggest thing i always tell kids jeremy is just that yo, you're your own brand like the, the second you become you start to get notoriety like you become your own brand so you have to protect your brand you have to be able to sell your brand to these schools to give you a four-year scholarship and any little thing that you do, they're looking at, you know. Um, so I always tell kids, you know, just be mindful of the things that you say, be mindful of the things you do. 
You know, just try to be as positive as you can. I, don't be fake. Like, I, you know what bothers me sometimes? I see kids, like, they try, they go too hard to try to portray right. this, this, this good, clean image. And like, I know you're not like that. Cut it out. You know what right. I mean? Like, right. just be you, but turn it down. Like, you know, like, right. don't give anybody a reason to say, nah, I don't want that kid. You know what I mean? So, right. you know, I look at a kid like, like, like Jordan Vick, like Jordan, you know, it's just scratching the surface on his recruitment and everything, right. the process he's going through. And, you know, I look, you know, I look at social media. Jordan doesn't post anything crazy. I mean, he, he loves, he, he loves it. He loves himself. He thinks he's a pretty boy. He loves himself. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, one thing I, you know, when, when I do talk to Jordan, I send him messages and sometimes I just say, man, I'm proud of you. Congrats. Keep doing what you're doing. Just know that you're a brand. And I know you, I, I know you, he, you've had him for a while. I know you drilled that into him as well. But I just say, man, you're a brand. Just continue to watch your brand and monitor your brand and, and just watch the people around you, man. Just make sure you keep the, your family and stay grounded and, because the sky's the limit for that kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, sure. So, mm-hmm. so <clears throat> how deeply are the college coaches looking at social media? So you want to know what's funny? Uh, some college coaches have like burner accounts, bro. Like, um, And so when I was wow. talking to the coach one time, <laughs> yeah, he was telling me this and I was just like, explain it to me. He was like, well, think about it. He was like, you know, when you're on Instagram or you're on Twitter or, or, or Snap and you post something and you can see who's watching, if a kid sees my name up there, they know I'm watching, they're they're, they're not going to be themselves. They're going to watch what they say where they're going to right. block me. So let me just create – all these kids love, like, they love being they, – they, they, they love that attention. So, you know, right. let me create a burner account. And just right. follow everything they do. You know what I mean? So, and he was like, you know, some kids that fell off because I've seen them do some wild stuff. And, you know, some kids let me know who they really are, you know. So, it, it's crazy, man. So, I, you know, a college coach, because, I mean, a college coach, their, their job is on the line. So, like, you like you can't miss on too many kids, man. Like, right. you know, every coach is going to miss here and there. But right. what you keep your job on, what your reputation and, and what you build on is how many kids you get right. You know what I mean? Right. So. Right, and they they don't have time to be losing their job over, you know, the guy who's really talented, but he's gonna come in and be doing, you know, knucklehead stuff mm-hmm. that, that that brings a bad uh, aura on the actual school and the brand of the basketball program. So, right, that that makes sense. That makes sense. What is your what is your advice to like? So going into like parents, trainers, coaches that are pushing these kids, you know, to feel like I got to get an offer. I got to get an offer. I got to get an offer. How are coaches recruiting nowadays because the landscape has changed? That's the first question. And the second question Mm -hmm. is what advice do you have to these kids who are putting or their whole circle who are putting so much pressure on getting that offer? So to the first question is now, how coaches are recruiting. Coaches, coaches are recruiting the portal first. So I had a coach. So when Jalen went through the grad transfer process last year, a coach broke it down to me. He was like, so coaches, are, we're looking at portal first, JUCO kids, uh, transfer kids, sit out kids second, transfer kids third, and then high school kids. Oh, wow. So, so think about how many players they're, they're going through, they're sifting mm-hmm. through before they get to it, you know, some some programs don't even touch JUCO kids, and you know, I, right. I that's another story. But right. but I mean, tra- but everybody's in the transfer portal. Every single school right. in the country's in the transfer portal. They looking. So, because you think about it, like, so I'll give you an example. If you're looking at a kid that's, that's played the Big South for two years, he averaged 15 points. 
like Christian Keeling that went to um, Carolina. He was at Charleston mm-hmm. Southern, scored 1,700 points, averaged 18 his junior year. Mm-hmm. So it seemed like Carolina, yo, say, well, do I want this four-star kid or potential five-star mm-hmm. kid that maybe can help me right away? Or do right. I want a, a proven guy that can plug in my system and help me win games year, what, uh, next year? And right. so that's what a lot of coaches are looking at. So for the 21 and 22 class, it, it's extremely tough to get offers. That's why if you notice, you have not seen a lot of kids getting offers like, like normal. Yeah, a lot yeah. of kids not getting offers because a lot of coaches like, they're like, yo, if I got two scholarships available, I'm hitting that portal, like, because it's going to be 2,000 kids in the portal in three or four months. As soon as the season's over with, and kids can transfer right away and, and right. not sit, right. you know, everybody's out. You know what I mean? Right. And these schools are, and these schools are going to be pulling from those big style, those those SoCon, mm-hmm. all those smaller conferences. Mm-hmm. They're going to get those guys who, who are interested in leaving. Right. Um, so for the second part, you know, I think the biggest message is, you know, just play out every scenario for kids. Right. As a, as a trainer, as a coach, as a parent, play out every scenario. Hey, if you get a scholarship, you're blessed. Congratulations. I'm. We're, we're proud of right. everything that you've done. But what happens if you don't get a scholarship? Go ahead right. and figure out what, what school, like what school do you, can you see yourself being a part of for four years? And right. you live in that city for four years. Like what's your right. plan in life? You know, a lot of times, man, we, we like you said, we drill hoops and all these kids like, yo, you got to make it. You got to you do that in third. Just that in third. What happens when you don't make it? Because when you when, when basketball is over, you got to figure out how to be a productive citizen in life. Like You got to be able right. to get out here and function. And you I know? think that's uh-huh. that's the hardest part uh, mm-hmm. for a hooper. Because I know hoopers to this day I have friends that are going through it, man. They're just depressed on they didn't get as far as they wanted to or now they're just working at something and I went through it, you know, personally. I just yeah. went through it at, and it's part of the reason what's the alternative podcast is what it's all about. Like, what's your alternative to, you know, mm-hmm. when you're done at the high school level, the collegiate level, or the pro level? Because it's, it's just such a, you know, I worked at Enterprise, and I was renting cars from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., and I'm just like, bro, what am I doing? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. even you have it, you know what I mean? You're now about in that realm from a different perspective, um, but it's just like, what am I doing in my life, bro? Like, and yeah. I never forget, I quit Enterprise. And for a lot of people who don't know, I quit Enterprise and I went and worked at uh, Hewitt or Toyota for one day. Uh-huh. One day, Rob. My mom put <laughs> right. me on. My mom was sick, bro. Why did you, why did I put in? I said, Ma, I can't do it. You know what I mean? It's just not me. I can't sit behind the desk. And my, I never forget this. My dad sat me down. What makes you happy? What is your, is your passion? Well, I've been doing one thing for 25 years, <laughs> basketball. Right. So like, if I, at least if I work somewhere, at least being able to go play, you know, will, will give me that stress free. Um, right. But like working and then you know how it is. You get off work, you're tired. You don't feel like, but like that puts you in a state of you're miserable. You know what I mean? So I'm like, Thanks. that's what kind of started. I asked Coach Sauter and he, he blessed me to let me assist the coach with Greenfield. And I'm like, okay. Now I'm back in here, I'm practicing with them. So like, I'm, I'm happy. Then the training, then I start working with Kobe, Elijah and Tayana and then everything just kind of grew from there, man. And it was, uh, mm-hmm. it's just like, now I'm in a position where I can get these kids game earlier, man. Like they need to know in middle and high school that, okay, man, like if you like cutting hair, 
like really get nice at that young. You know what I mean? Like you could yeah. be making money. You can be making money in high school and, and and always know, like never stop chasing your dream. But like, bro, like I can open my own shop. Like when I'm 21, I don't have to wait until I'm, I, I just feel like if we knew this, like think about it. If Webb and, and you knew each other in high school and knew like, all right, if I was going to create a content in 2010 or whatever, where you guys would be crazy yeah, it'd be, it'd be, it'd be yeah, crazy, crazy right crazier yeah. you know what i mean right so yeah but you know what's crazy man I, i'm glad you said that just because that's how I feel like our purpose is is being from wilson you know we don't see a lot of we don't see that many successful people in right. basketball in general you right. know so i think it's our purpose me and you in particular and guys like and, and you know to right to show show these kids yo there's a there's a way bro like you, you can be directly to the game or you can you can find a way around just to be around the game. So I feel like that's our purpose to give back to these kids because, like, you know, I mean, playing it. So that's one thing I love about Salter. Like, at Greenfield, Greenfield's a family, bro. You're always family in Greenfield, right. even when, you, when you're when you not there anymore. And, like, there's opportunities for you just based off being in Greenfield. Mm-hmm. I can't say the same that that's, that's the same at, at public schools in Wilson. Honestly, right. the, the culture is becoming public schools is once you're done, you're done, like. There's right. no life development, life coaching, things like that. So right. that's why it's important for guys like us to kind of, you know, be those pillars in the community and, and to continue to, to push that message home to these kids, man. So yeah. no, I'm, 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 I'm definitely – I love it. That's good, man. Well, talk to me about <clears throat> what what advice do you have for, for the kid who – is on the rise, right? And obviously mm-hmm. he has a social media accounts and but there's a thin line between you know feeling yourself and you know being humble. I guess it's it's mm-hmm. it's just it's a different era because I sit on the fence where it's like, oh my God, these these kids like this this Instagram, like they doing it for likes and, and videos and they everybody want a mixtape so they can, you know what I mean? It's just like the other and the other side of it is just like this is how they get seen nowadays. Like it's, it's legit. Yeah. Like if you have a crazy mix, it can legit get sent to a college coach. So it's just like, yeah, yeah. It's a thin line, but like when you when you're right, you know, rising on that popularity level, it's like, all right, you know, I'm I'm that guy at 14, 15 years old, uh, because Kobe White and Bam Adebayo and everybody's liking my posts and saying, keep going, young boy. You know how. How do you balance that as a kid and what advice do you have for them? Because it's, it's got to be tough for them to like deal with the popularity, but like I haven't really got there yet. So I don't really like right, right, know right. how to, how to keep myself humble. Um, For me, man, it's just, it's always just kind of keeping kids home. Like, yo, like, yeah, congratulations to where you've gotten this point, but what have you, what have you really done yet? Like you, you've gotten there, but, you got to understand, once you get to that next level, it starts all the way over again. Nobody cares that you're a five-star recruit. Nobody cares that mm-hmm. you, that you, what you, you average 30 or 40 points in high school. Like, yo, when you get to college, yo, you know it. Everybody right. can Like, you, like right. e- even the walk-on, you're like, yo, the walk-on's a bucket. You know what I mean? Right. So, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, it's, you see it all the time. So, it's just like, it's a fine line because you want these kids to get this notoriety because you want them to be known on a national scale, but at the same time, you're just like, man, you got to learn how to humble yourself because life will humble you quickly, very yes. quickly. We, we've seen so many guys get to that next level and just fizzle out because, because, I mean, honestly, because a lot of guys, they're not tough mentally because 
They've mm-hmm. leaned on social media for so long to there give them that, that that satisfaction. Like when right. you're hot, you hot on social media. But as soon as you suck, bro, like bro, you're bad. Like I, I'll give you a perfect example, man. Like with I, you know, I always use Jalen as my example because I literally been there every step of the way. Right. When Jalen's in Arkansas, man, when he started his career started in Arkansas, he was going crazy, double doubles. He was leading the country in a, like top five in assists, number one assist to turnover ratio. Like Jalen was having a year, like his first right. ten games, a year. SEC came, everything started to change where he was on a scouting board. He was number one on mm-hmm. scouting board now because you're the head of the mm-hmm. snake. They know they go as you go. Mm-hmm. So let's take you away. So he started to struggle. And then when he started to struggle, people on social media, like, literally, like, tried to destroy him, man. Like, it's crazy because that's, that's a kid, bro. Like, he's grown, but he's a kid, bro. So, Jalen's whole life, he's never had people, like, literally just voicing their opinion about him and right. saying these negative things. So, when it hit him, he was just like, yo, like, you see, like, every game, you, you see what they say. So, finally got to the point of a couple of games, I'm like, yo, Jalen, stop looking at that, bro. Like it's tough because even I looked at it, but like it's yeah. tough. Like just focused. So you know it's, what I mean? it's, it's tough. And, it, and it's and it's a thin line because these kids are so uh I think social media, like you said, they they rely on it so much that it makes them I'm not gonna yeah. use the word, but like sensitive, I guess. You know, like they're no. like yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's 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 a different era and like I feel like a lot of kids now, like it's so much pressure from that and from playing that like when they go out and play, it's like I have to get 10 or more points or because this camera's over here and I'm gonna have this mixtape instead of just going out and just like that's that's one thing I, I love about our era without having to kill. We just hooped. We just hooped. Ooh, okay, you, if you if if you playing when we play John Wall, okay, you know the cop, you know the camera's <laughs> gonna be over there, but like I'm not Sorry. gonna like I'm not gonna do anything out the norm. Like you know the camera's over there. So it might be if I'm on a fast break with with me and, and Pookie, I may go behind the back instead of doing this. But <laughs> right. like I'm not gonna go, I'm not gonna go one on one on one. And it's like it looks like it's all about me because if I don't get 20, then I don't get looked at. It's just I feel like the pressure that's on these kids is 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 and I don't really know where how to balance it. Like all we can do is is talk to them, but like what do you think they need so, to do as far as balance? It, it, it's tough. So I, I'll give you another example. A kid like Mikey Williams, man, like like his social media presence is, is right. unmatched. Like you, you've never seen a kid this young have right. this type of social media following. But with that, man, it comes uh, such pressure, such responsibility right. to a 16-year-old kid who's still learning how to play basketball. We right. know he's uber athletic. He can score. But, man, when you watch Mikey J, like he's still learning how to play the game. Right. He's still developing. He's still developing, which every 16-year-old kid should be. Right, but when he doesn't perform to his standards, yo, people, this, these kids made a YouTube video about him struggling in the game, and that joint got like eighty thousand views in like a week, bro. Yeah. And it's crazy because, first of all, that's a that's a kid, bro. Like we can't expect kids to handle the same things as adults because kids have mm-hmm. been smacked. They haven't been they haven't right. gone through life like that. You know what I mean? Right. So, like you know, when people always ask me about Mikey, like man, he ain't like that. I'm like, no, he's exactly who he's supposed to be right now. Like. But y'all don't understand, like, you've never lived with that type of pressure that kid had. At all. And everybody has their own opinion, but this kid is literally being sponsored. <laughs> I mean, Drake hit him up. Yeah, I saw that. I'm like, yo, this this is like, that's got to be a different, I have to live up to that. So, like, 
if exactly. I don't work out and now I got to do this and now I got to feel obligated to go out there and get 25 instead of if I don't get 25, then everybody's at my neck. But if I get 12 with 10 assists and we win, it's not good enough for people and people still coming at my neck. And it, they at mention the kid. That's the difference. Like, you know, I my, it's literally directly comes to my phone. It's not like an article where I can just ignore it. It's like at Mikey, you know, whatever. It's crazy. Yeah, bro. It's crazy. Like, people people get – they're really bold behind these phones, these computers, man. And, you know, it's yeah. funny, man, because I, I, I've i gone toe-to-toe with some of these guys on Twitter, man. Especially right. talking about Jalen because I feel like it's my job to protect him sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I've said a few things to a few Arkansas fans or writers. Right. Like, I was like, right. you drop your location. You know what I mean? So, I get right. it. Right, you know right, I mean? right. So. so, what is – uh so, going right into – the hoop state and you guys' purpose to obviously help the kids. Um, what is obviously you guys have your own brand within the company, um, and you have the elite elite fifty camp, uh, middle school camp, and you also have the Rod Bridges experience. So, um, and you also have the New South podcast with Web. Yeah. But talk talk yeah. about your your brand specifically and, and and where you're trying to go with your brand. So um, about five or six years ago, me and uh, uh, Jalen's guy, MJ Harris, we created the Elite 50 Camp just to kind of give kids in Eastern North Carolina an opportunity to be seen by, you know, some of the same scouts that were recruiting at the high school level that, you know, we developed relationships with. So, you know, by like year three, you know, we had started to, to get a, a pretty big following. It, it grew to where we were getting kids from all over the state, you know. In year three, we have Jaquavion Smith, Elijah Jameson, Lucas Taylor, Mike Best. I mean, we we had we had a we had a great great camp, and a lot of talented kids from the state were there. So for us, it was just kind of like our way our way of giving back to the camp, uh, giving back to the community, just trying to give these kids an opportunity. Like we wanted kids in Wilson to kind of see, like, yo, you had a chance, yo. Like there's like Devon Jones. Right. We wanted Devon Jones to see, yo, you had a chance. Like you got a chance to to to, to be what you, whatever you want to be, but we're gonna right. put you up against the guys that you need to be up against. So, um. You know, and so we took a couple of years off, but we're going to come back this year, probably in the fall, you know, COVID willing. Um, and we're going to, you know, include the best uh, players in the state and see what we can, you know, what we can come up with. Man. Um, the Robbers experience is more of a, a variety show where, you know, I just, our basketball culture in North Carolina is so rich. And I think, you know, North, North Carolina basketball is, is literally to me, I think it's the greatest state in the country in terms of basketball, right. just off the NBA players and history. And we got Michael right. Jordan. Like, I mean, it was called right. Spade to Spade, you know what <laughs> I mean? So, you know what I mean? But I think, so my show is about just diving into those cultures all over the state. You know, um, the first episode was kind of like a like a behind the scenes where I was I was coaching at the, uh, the Phenom Top 80. And, you know, just kind of, you know, just getting to know me a little bit. And then the next episode was going to, we were going to Wilson, shopping up with my mom and stuff like that. So now we're going to go to the coast. We're going to go to Kenston. I mean, because think about the Kenson story, man. One out of every yeah. 53 players. Yeah, that's crazy. Go, I go watched the NBA documentary. Like, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That documentary was crazy, bro. Like, you know, and honestly, the, the next – Dontrell Styles is the next one, bro. Like, he, Right. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? So, it's, it's crazy. So, we just want to, like, highlight the people in the state that need to be highlighted. Like, just kind of the people that you may not know. And it may not always be a basketball player. It may be somebody connected to the game. So, you know, you want to sit down and talk to those people and, and, you know, give them a platform to be seen as well, too. So that that's what the Rod Richards experience is. And, you know, the New South is just me and Webb just like they're just talking crazy. More Webb talking crazy <laughs> than me, but right. you know what I mean? So 
Uh, but we're, you know, we're working on some 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 dope things and with the hoop state this year in 2021. I know, you know, we spoke about a few things, but we're, we're, you know, our goal this year is to kind of get into these these different communities and, you know, show everybody that you know we want to help everybody. You know, so I think that's super dope. What is your yeah. so speaking about communities? Uh, we'll get off topic, but with our, yeah. I see it on your chest, two five two. Obviously oh yeah, that, always. That 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 means a lot. Um, to yeah. myself and you, what is your what is your goals for the two five two? You know, obviously with the camp and the Rod Bridges experience, but mm-hmm. um, outside of that, like what is, what do you feel like your purpose is to to help the two five two? I you know I think the two five two has probably been like the most like underlooked like area in the state for so long, and you know obviously to this credit to the, a lot of these guys credit the last few years that there have been a lot of guys like Tony Brute and those guys that mm-hmm. have really like you know shone shone shine a light on the eastern part of the state to help get kids get seen and. Right. You know, for me, my I think my responsibility is my purpose is, you know, to 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 get back home and to these other cities in the two five, and help people, help kids be seen. I feel like if my if, if I can help one kid, two kids get somewhere that they had no chance of going before I helped, I think I, I've done. I, I think I fulfilled my purpose. You know, and you know, like I said, me and you talk all the time about different things that we want to do to help kids, man. Right. One thing about me and you that, that you that I respect a lot, we see that we see a lot of the same things. Like we know that kids are under recruited. We know kids don't have the resources that they need to thrive. But we also know people don't put in the time and the effort that they need to. Yeah. And to, I guess to get I guess yeah. I guess for me and I guess for me, you know, and I see guys on Twitter talking about how we don't have obviously, yes, resources plays a part as far as uh, not having the same facilities that Raleigh or Charlotte or Greensboro may have, uh, which mm-hmm. is, I feel like, you know, my, my me and my business partner, Darren, that was our purpose of the PowerFlex. Obviously, is mm-hmm. this is our year three coming up, obviously about to move into a bigger facility, which we'll be able to do more. Um, but that was our purpose. But it's, it feels like it's taken a while for the culture to of Eastern North Carolina to catch on how important it is to work out. You go to Raleigh, I guarantee you, like you said, the guys, Mikey Williams, they're working out three, four times a week easily. And maybe even twice a day in the off season, I guess. But like, we yep. want to, we want to play pickup and say we're working out or go to the gym. And we may be, we may be there for an hour and a half, but like how much constructive work are you doing when you're in there? Are you working on ball screens? Are you working on game actions or, you know, ball handling? What are you doing? Or are you in there just shooting around and saying, so you can put it on Instagram and say, I'm in the gym, you know? Um, but uh, like part of it, part of it is, is very frustrating on my side because I sit on the business side and the kids side, but like some people don't have the resources, but how are you buying Jordans and PlayStation fives that cost $600. And I understand it's, that's an instant thing, like where you're really trying to keep your kid happy. But like, I'm the type of guy, like if you come to me, like Jeremy, I want my kid to be this, 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 like I'll work with you on, on a price. You know what I mean? Like I, I want to right. see what's best for the kid, but it's just like, it's a give and take. Like this, this area, I, I, I love the kids and I'm really going to give these kids every opportunity I'm pouring my all into them. But at some point in time, I feel like we got to stop pointing the fingers at the Rod Bridges and the web for not looking out for the 252. And we, 
if a kid works out four times a week, he's going to get better. And then when he plays in that hoop state camp or hoop state event, he shows out. And that it's just it's how the, it's how the game goes. It, it is, man. Like and you know, again, like I always tell people, like you 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 look at kids like that came from the two five two, like. Yeah, they they dominated the area, but what they had to do is they worked their tails off of dominating in the two five. Then they had to go do it in the nine one nine, in the seven oh four. Had to go do it in Georgia, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. That's how you, that, and that's how they they are recruited. But you got to be able to dominate your area first before you can go on it. But <laughs> but when it comes yeah. with that, bro, you got to work. You got to work your yeah. tail off, man. And these yeah. kids, a lot of these kids, they want the instant gratification. Jay, like yep. like kids, they think they work out for a week with you. Oh, I got better. He taught me this, that, and third. Nah, like he worked out with a week for you. He's learning what you can and can't do. Now right. you're putting a plan in place to help that player grow. And it's like, a, and that's like, a program. Yeah. Like, what's what's your thoughts on kids going from trainer to trainer to trainer? What's your what's your thoughts on that? I'll be honest with you, man. I hate it. I hate it. I I I, I hate it. And the reason I hate it is because I feel like you're you everybody's going with the hot trainer, the trainer who's posting right. the most on social media. You know what right. I mean? Oh, I'm going to such and such because they got that work. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I go who's going basically, but when you see this, you're doing the same drills everybody else are doing. How are you getting better? Did that trainer really cater the workout to to, to specifically get you better, or did he right. just roll the ball out for for hours and do the basic stuff to get to get your money? Thank you. Have a nice day. Right. Yeah. You know that's what people got to understand, man. Like there's a science to it, man. It's like a, that's why a, I respect a, you. It's, and it's a process, you know what I mean? Just to see, mm-hmm. like, growth in a player. And it's just, like, people wonder, you know, I get it all the time. You come to me for the summer. You come to me in October before the tryouts. And then you wonder why he's missing shots. And I don't know what's wrong. We got to get him back with you. It's it's kind of like a year-long <laughs> process, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's, it's, just, it's not a game, you know what I mean? So it's just, like, I tell the story all the time. But, like, when I was working with Kobe in high school, I literally had to tell him and Elijah, well, both of them, him and Elijah, like, y'all need to take a day off. That's how bad it was. That's how bad it was. I mean, like, bro, what we got tomorrow, like, game game on Friday, hey, Saturday morning, we're getting shot. Rest your body, you know what I mean? Because rest is important, but, like, two, three times a day during the season, after the season, and you wonder why they're at where they're at. But, like. That's what people, yeah, that's what people don't understand about Kobe. Kobe's a maniac. Kobe was a maniac, bro. Yeah, he was. <laughs> okay. Kobe's a maniac. Like, even when you tell him to take days off, you see a video pop up, he had to go over a while playing right. somebody. He's like, yeah, I, right. I, I know he just told you to chill, right. bro. Right. Like, but, uh, thing, but you know, bro. we just got to buy in, though, man, because, you know, to to circle back, all that back around, not to try to be negative on our area, but it's just like, you guys now have the resources. I don't want to hear any more about we don't have this. You got to you come in soon. You're going to have a full court gym where you can come in and get better. I got some big things playing. You got Rob Bridges. You got Tony Bruton. You got Troy, who's up in Rona Rapids. I can name so mm-hmm. many. You got uh, Keith McLaughlin down there in Greenville. You got the Premier Sports Academy also in Greenville with, with Terrence mm-hmm. Copper. It's so, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to hear any more excuses on why you can't, yeah. why you no can't excuse. be this and be that. You know what I mean? It's just a I matter no of excuse, you. Man. You putting the work in, like you said, dominate your area. I mean, it is what it is. Like you said, everybody, I'm nice. I'm nice. Okay. Well, if you can't get show me versus this team in Greenville, in Wilson, in Ronald Rapids, in Rocky Mount, then all right. Then you go to Raleigh and and and, and see what and see what it is. You know, it's just right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah man. But anyway, we're gonna end off, man. Tell me some 
tell me some um leave leave some nuggets with the kids um what they're what they're what you think they should be working on um what college coaches are looking for as far as mm -hmm. a off the court standpoint um mm -hmm. any type of advice you can give give uh, uh the players one thing i always talk to kids about is i always talk about their character your character not only matters on the court your character, your character matters in every aspect of your life, you know, right. because what people see on social media is what they're going to, going to believe. So when people, everything that you post, like I said, everything is, is tied to you. So your character matters because what people are going to assume is if you post this type of stuff on social media, that's the person that you are in real life. So right. um, treat people with kind, treat people with respect. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Everybody. Um, even I always tell kids with college coach schools that you know that you absolutely do not want to go to and you don't want to mess with, or you may think you're quote unquote bigger than that school. You have right. a relationship with that coach. You talk to that coach and say, and, and just be truthfully honest with the coach and, 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 and have dialogue because you never know what that coach is going to be in a year. All right. You know, so the thing like college coaches, think, things change in an instant. So, and these college coaches are all tied together. They talk, they mm -hmm. talk to each other. So, you, if you're talking to a, a D2 school you don't want to go to because you got D1s looking at you, but you hating on that D2 school, what happens is that D2 school can call the coach like, yo, I talked to such and such. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't, I don't know about him. You know, he, he's right. kind of like standoffish. Now you right. cross off the list and you don't even know why. So right. at the end of the day, I, 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 what I'm going to leave you with is your character matters. Be a good person. Don't give anybody a reason to have anything to say negative about you. All right. That's dope, man. That's dope. Well, we'll, we'll wrap it up, man. I appreciate you hopping on the episode with me, man. Uh, two five two always, and we're gonna. I gotta get you a shirt, bro. Listen. Yeah, I do that. I do gotta get one. Yeah. No, I got, I got you, bro. I got get your shirt. Yeah. We got your shirt and the hoodie, bro. You, you know, you support us for a while, bro. You know, it's all love and respect from here. So, you know, I gotta get you right, bro. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for being on, bro. Yes, sir. Appreciate you.